Hey, hey, come catch this wave with the fix squad. The fix is in. I'm Mr. Soul. I'm tuning in. What you doing? Got him. Real hip hop revealed that a fix. Pure, you can feel it in the mix. Finally, stop pushing the culture forward. This is it. Proceed at your own risk. Got him. Beats, balls, and life. Giving them truth in it. Scream a revolution when only a few minutes. My sentiments is acting. Everything that we do clutch. Another reason to turn the volume up. Sheesh. Know what we stand on. Solid ground when we land. Say it's no use. The culture was out of hand. But now that I reach, we gotta stick to the plan. Dark days for the sunshine. Any good news, I'm proof that it's living. Yeah. Revolving the art, the shock. Oh, with it. Keeping the beans on the block. Don't miss it. Welcome to the city state. Stand up. James left, but the king still reigns here. No tears, no love lost, no rain here. Delivers, I promise, Santa rain here. Love, love for the city still resides here. Fix for your ailment, faith that resides outside the lines. Detox your mind, cause it matters. Art, art outside the box, we paint better. The fix is in, and we rock a channel. We rock with them for what's deep within. Expose those who talk but don't live. Expose those who talk but don't live. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets, and money is the fruit that they speak, so tell me whose face do they see? Repeat. Take offense, take offense. Judged by the fruit from the tree, but if the fruit tastes like the streets, and money is the fruit that they seek, so tell me whose face do they seek? Yes, sir. Turn your radios all the way back up. It's your boy DJ Focus checking in. Mashy girl, Dice Gamble in the building, checking in. Time to wake up. Wake up. The fix is in. Winning Wednesday. Winning Wednesday. I love it. Listen, we are halfway through the week. Woo, 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 man. I'm excited about it. Thursday is a new Friday. But um, listen, this day is blessed, man. So if you woke up this morning and, uh, you know, God got you clothed in your right mind, as the old people used to say, you are blessed as well. So thanks for tuning in and listening. Absolutely. We thank y'all for waking up with us. Uh, you could have tuned in anywhere, but we appreciate y'all rocking with us. And again, this is Winning Wednesday, so mm-hmm. uh, we don't take it for granted. What better day if uh, you don't know if you're going to heaven? Well, we, uh, we, we, we will be uh, saying that prayer. And uh, if you want to repeat after it and you want to believe and you want to trust that, uh, yeah, Jesus can be Lord over your life and help you navigate through some of these tough times. We're trusting and believing that, uh, yes, you can be saved today if you don't know Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. So, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Come on, get up. Let's win. Let's, let's go out. And listen, I, and we, we're going to start charging them, too, as well, Dice. We're we charging all our listeners. Listen, we're we making this uh, uh, literally uh, the one day a week. If you're not evangelizing, listen, go wherever you're going. You're on your way to work. Tell mm-hmm. somebody about some goodness of what Jesus did in your life. Just, you know, share share something kind. Be mm-hmm. nice. Be loving. Um, sometimes, you, you without even saying it, you can do a, a kind gesture. And that can just go a long, long way for somebody uh, who may be having a tough time or just, you know, maybe need to, you know, get in the right spirit. So, uh, yeah, I think that's, that's what we're going to do, Dice. We're making this, uh, we, we, didn't, we didn't flip the script. It's winning Wednesday and we're making this literally every day, uh, every week. Uh, this is our one day a week. We're going to ask people, our listeners, go ahead, listen, share the love of Christ. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. One day a week. I'm saying uh, do it every day. Uh if you know if you can but definitely at least that one day uh, you never know who knows christ i mean think about how many of your friends and family really know jesus have you ever really asked them you know and it's okay if people you know god bless you and all this but there's nothing wrong with asking people you know you know so when did you you know give your life to christ you know when did that happen for you you mind sharing it with me and you'll be surprised because some people probably tell you well my family's just christian i was just raised in church never really had that moment but you know definitely accepting christ as your personal savior is is uh something we all should do 
everybody should do. I, I wish that for everyone. So, but yeah. Hump Absolutely. Hump day. Hump day. Listen, turn your radios up. We're going to get to this music. We're coming right back. Keep it locked. You tune into The Fix. And The Fix is in. Yes, sir. Shouts out to the ladies representing a child like Cece, Toya Love, uh, all on that track. Uh, shouts out to them, uh, you know, just representing, doing what they need to do on that track. You know what I'm talking about? So uh, the ladies are representing. It's 2024, and they, they've they been doing a strong thing. Shouts out to Dice Gamble. Dice Gamble is uh, making music again, y'all. So y'all, uh, y'all get ready for the... These bangers for 2024, cause uh, she say uh, when she come off the shelf this time, y'all gonna know. <laughs> Legacy will be spoke into everybody. Ain't that right, Dice? Man, it's gonna be a problem. Um, but shout out to those of you in this particular genre who aren't gatekeepers. You know, who are actually Ooh. helping helping people. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Help, you, you, help, ain't, help. you ain't doing that this morning, are you? Yeah, you yeah, doing we, that this morning? Yeah. We, <laughs> Don't turn into Cat Williams on me. Listen, don't turn into Cat Williams on me. Boy, don't make me start calling out names. Like, literally, I, I thought about who, it this week. Like, I, 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 I don't know who they are, Dice. Remind me. Who are they? Call them You know, you got it's four just, hours. Go ahead and say what you got to say. What you what you want to get off your chest, sis? Go ahead. Who you want to call out? You got, boy, you got a whole platform right boy, now. Four hours. If, who, you got, just, who you got out there? If the Lord ever released me to say stuff, it's going to take four hours. But no, I'm just saying, like, people don't have to help. You know, like, uh, your Toya Loves, your Wingy Danger, like, uh, your Omega Sparks. Obviously, K-Drama is always there for me. But I just have so many people who are in my corner. And you and I both know folks, I haven't done music in a while, but they're just like, let's go. Oh, you know what I'm saying? And they introduce you to uh, newer producers, newer artists. Like they're not trying to just have their own space and not have you yeah, use my, they're like, use my person, use my producer, use my right. Like use, use what you, what you want to use. Here are their phone numbers. Matter of fact, let me get them on the phone with you. Let me get them on the FaceTime with you. Like people who do that, that's how you know, like, man, this person, man, they love God. You know what I'm saying? Cause they're not trying to keep all of their contacts and connections and producers like, you know they're not trying to hold them hostage in a headlock like nah you're just gonna be here for me you ain't gonna make no beats for nobody else it's like what you know what i'm saying like let somebody else make their money too you let somebody else get exposure dealing with other artists too so i just i don't know i just had to give them you know just the, and trust me i got a long long laundry list of people i could say that about but just like in this season, as they're helping me, I'm definitely shouting people out because we don't do that enough. You know, you you real good at giving people their flowers focus, but a lot of people don't do that. They just, well, yeah, you'll never know about how that person became successful because they'll make it look like it. They just did it on their own. But I'll be questioning. Not, I'll be questioning. True. Are those people saving? Now? And I'll be really questioning. <laughs> are they really saved? No, no, I'm serious. Certain scriptures that I read, and I, I ain't gonna go over them. But you recite these scriptures, and, and but you you don't do nothing, and, and don't live up to none of them. I'm just trying to figure out where, where's the love you in don't that. Don't live up to none. Of them. I don't. I, <laughs> somebody, listen. We already keep talking about it. Some of the people over here in our space are hiding behind the cross, and uh, we love y'all, but we want yeah. y'all to get huh? right again that's why i come on here telling yeah. you i'm struggling yeah you, you think you got to figure that i ain't got to figure it out and i'm okay if i if i do something wrong i can just say listen please forgive me i messed mm-hmm. up i'm gonna try to mm-hmm. make it right get, at least mm-hmm. give me the opportunity to make it right so yeah, yeah that's that's humility I, I that's why i struggle i say yeah are you humble or are you not humble because wh- wh- where's the where's the balance in that are you gonna show love or are you not gonna show love because yeah. it don't Enjoying go it. either way like you say when you hold stuff back yeah. but you say i'm showing you love no you're right, not right, right. Yeah, i literally just asked you for something and you ain't right. giving it to me you know you holding it back that's not showing love 
That's not, I mean, at least not in my book, Dice. Maybe, like I say, I'm not a no, doctor or anything. But no. I, I ain't no dummy either. So I ain't no doctor, but I ain't no dummy. Let's just be very clear. <laughs> pretty, pretty sharp up here in the head. So yeah. I'm just trying to figure it out. Thank y'all for waking up with us. Yeah. <laughs> you are tuned back into The Fix. And it's called The Fix for a reason. Right. And we got a fun-packed show for y'all today. Yeah. Listen, that real talk conversation today, oh. Dice. Ooh, we going to talk about it. Protect your temple, huh? Yeah, we should. I mean, that's what you've been given on this earth. You know what I mean? I don't know how many times people think about that. Like, you know, God gave you this body. Like, what are you going to do with it? You know, I mean, some of y'all do the most with it. But I mean, I'm talking about like the right things with it. Like, it's your body. Take care of it. It houses the Holy Spirit, you know, the spirit of God. You know, so this is how you make your money. This is how you have your livelihood. This is your health, your wealth, like your spirit, man. Like, yeah, we got to talk about that. We yeah. gotta talk about it. Yeah, it's gonna be good. Granted. Yeah. No, no, this is a new year. It's 2024, and we, we hmm. listen. Shouts out to everybody uh, trying to get in shape. We gonna help you get in shape because we are gonna hold you accountable. And I, I'm telling y'all, uh, don't, 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 don't wait because I'm telling y'all gonna see these pictures. I'm about to start putting these pictures up. I'm Come gonna on. start transforming on y'all. And y'all gonna be like, wow, focus is getting littleer and littleer and littleer. Yes, I am. I am because it's time to get my body together. So yeah, yeah. Take care of you. That's the new wealth. Your health is the new wealth. Mm-hmm. You can't make no money. You can't take care of your wife, your mm-hmm. husband, your kids. You can't do nothing. You can't work if your health ain't right. So mm-hmm. come on, shouts out to everybody who really wants to be a believer mm-hmm. and take care of their health. So that real talk going to be good. And when I tell y'all this spiritual detox, y'all might as well strap up. We're going to get a, uh, listen, Emmy Award winning, gospel billboard chart topper, uh, vet in the game. Listen, he's done it all. Let's be very clear. Sing, write, I mean, writer, producer, mm-hmm. singer. Uh, he does it all. Uh, Ernest Pugh will be joining us today. And uh, yeah, we're going to ruffle a little feathers, y'all. Y'all might as well strap up. We're going to talk about the, the, the culture, the state of gospel music and Christian hip hop and how it line up. Mm-hmm. We know Ernest, uh, you know, has some, you know, opinions. Pepe, Pepe Le Pew, yeah. Uh, yeah uh, he has some, he has some opinions was, about the 38th annual Stellar Awards. I was going off what, on The one that was Ernest. in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he called it the, the BT Hip Hop Awards. So, uh, listen, we love our brother. We're just going to have a healthy conversation. We're trying to understand. You you know, we want to be in these spaces too as well. Shouts out to all the gospel singers. That's why The Fix always tries to bridge that gap. And we have gospel mm-hmm. singers on here. We play gospel music on here as well as our Christian hip hop yeah, as well as our faith-based true. artists too as well. So, uh, yeah, yeah, come on. You might as well strap up. That conversation going to be off the hook. Y'all already know. Keep it Ooh. locked. You tune into The Fix. And The Fix is in. I'm Dice Gamble from The Fix and this is your News in 90. Looking to save money by growing your own fruits and vegetables at home this year? Well, January is the perfect time to get your seedlings planted so they're ready to go out in your garden in early March and early April. The following are just a few of some things you could start putting in the dirt right now. Onions, leeks, chives, lettuce, spinach, parsley, kale, and Swiss chard. For more information on what to plant in your area, Go to FarmersAlmanac.com today. Attention all Best Buy shoppers. For those of you who love purchasing physical copies of media like 4K Blu-ray disc, this spring will be the last spring you'll be able to do so at your local Best Buy. Even though movies are now online, there still is a value with having physical media readily available at your home. Having your favorite movie ready to go at the touch of a finger will never go out of style. Also, there are some collectibles that you could be purchasing right now. 
and in sports. If you think you still have what it takes to be a great athlete, maybe the American Grid Association is for you. This sport was introduced in 2014 by the National Pro Grid League with world-class athletes competing at pro levels of grid. Grid is the future of team sports. Men and women compete side by side with a variety of specialties and body types working together in the ultimate race-based game of teamwork and strategy. For more information, go to AmericanGridAssociation.com today. I'm Dice Gamble, and this has been your News in 90. Shouts out to everything Ohio, O-H-I-O. You already know the vibes. Shouts out to my brother Swoop. That was my brother Swoop, uh, you know, from the home of uh, LeBron. He's from Akron, Ohio. Uh, that was at all the time. That's a classic right there. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you got to throw these gold, CHH gold uh, songs on. Shouts out to Swoop, too, as well. He's getting ready to release a new project, too, as well, mm. with uh, John O., um, that thing actually come out this Friday, I think. Is it this Friday, the 12th? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it come out on the 12th. So, uh, yeah, shouts out to Swoop and John O. They got a new project uh, they about to drop. Okay. Um, they already uh, put a single out. I know they had a single out with uh, John O, Swoop, and Jackie Hill Perry on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to this uh, project. So, uh, yeah, shouts out to everything Ohio. Thank y'all for waking up with us. Mm-hmm. Another blessed day on this winning Wednesday. Shouts out to everybody, uh, you know, who love Jesus. Okay. Because we love Jesus over here. Yeah, we do. Shout out to everybody who love Jesus. Love I promise you. Leave my papa alone. And listen, y'all hating. Please turn the station now because we love our, our papa over here. Yeah, don't know. Don't be, don't be coming over right. here in our space. Right. We, we ain't bothering y'all. That's right. Don't be hating mailing us. Don't That's be uh, right. DMing us and hate mailing us. No, no. We love our papa over here. He everything to us. You know, Shouts right. out to you, Jesus Christ, for uh, giving us another chance because yeah. I promise you. I was a wretch undone, as uh, as my uh, the elders would say. And uh, <laughs> I promise you, he turned that thing around. He turned that thing around. <laughs> if you see some pictures from the nineties, and, and you see me by another name, it was me. But I, I ain't that person no more. So if I did anything, please forgive me. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm apologizing now, nationally right now. Forgive me if I did not apologize to you. Don't run up on me. I ain't that guy no more. I ain't that guy no more. I want to go home oh, to my family. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I, I, I don't need. I don't need to be going to jail. I'm too right, old to right, be going right, to jail, right. so I ain't got time. Leave me alone. Please, please, please leave me alone. Please leave me alone. What is it, Dice? What, what is it? Oh man, it's today. National what day? It's National Oysters Day. So oysters, especially Ooh. Oyster Rockefeller Day. So obviously, people know about these oysters. They are served all around the world in 1889. In the kitchen of Anton's um, oyster Rockefellers were named after Rockefeller himself. And so uh, oysters have been around for a long time, folks. But here's the thing. The benefits of oysters are as follows. Reasons why many, many men eat them. It's a great aphrodisiac. It boosts your memory. It helps with weight loss. It prevents uh, osteosclerosis. It lowers your blood pressure. It boosts your immunity and it keeps your bones healthy. So not only is this like a fancy smancy thing to eat at a restaurant uh, for those of you who are into it, but I mean, you have some great benefits from eating oysters. I mean, they pack everything in it. Copper, calcium, iron, magnesium, phosphorus. I mean, the list goes on and on. Vitamin A, riboflavin, everything is in here. Vitamin C, vitamin B. So yeah, today's your day. Okay. So not only can you go out and be fancy at the restaurant, or if you out there getting them out the water yourself, go for that. But today's your day, National Oyster Day. So celebrate hashtag National Oyster Day on social media. If you take a picture of your food or anything like that, okay? Mm-hmm.
So I gotta go buy my wife. Get... My wife loves oysters. I'm not big on them. I'm I, not big I, on them. Listen, El- it El- freaked me out. It, it just freaked me out. It freaked me out. If they're not fried, I just can't do it. But he gets them wherever we go. I mean, he'll get them cold. It don't matter. He just that's his that's his thing. He'll get them and eat them. And I I don't know. I'm just uh, they have to, you got to fry them for me. They got to be fried. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I can't do yes. nothing with them. I can't do nothing with them. I don't do nothing. Fried, uh, just out that clam and just slurp them down. I can't. I can't do nothing with them. Nah. They too slimy. They too, know, too, too, too slimy. They said it I tastes just, good with hot sauce or something like that. I'm like, I don't know. Yes. My wife do it with the the the, the Tabasco. I think it's Tabasco. You My can't wife do it with yeah, yeah. everything. It, it tastes good. I just don't agree with that. I, I don't know. I'm with you. I, the oyster, I can't eat them sloppy like that. They have to be deep fried for me. But for those of you who can, you're getting all the benefits. I mean, just some amazing benefits. So, yeah, go for it. Nah, now I'm gonna have to try some. I'm trying to tell you because they're saying and, all the, the benefits, benefits are nah. ridiculous. Nah. So I'm just like, man. You might want to start adding them to your mm-hmm. diet. If she eat them, then y'all could just have oysters, you know, once a week. Go ahead. <laughs> my mind can't get away the, the way they look. I just can't. Yeah, I, I'm gonna have to close my ass and just <laughs> just knock one off real quick and just be cool. Oh my goodness! Thank y'all for waking up with yeah. us. We going back to some music. Listen, keep it locked. Uh, coming up soon, we got our uh, listen spiritual detox featuring. Uh, the mm-hmm. one and only, uh, the OG, the vet, the Emmy Award winner, Billboard Gospel Chart Topper, Ernest Pugh will be joining us mm-hmm. real soon too as well. Uh, as well as, yeah, we have the uh, the Faith and Sports Report coming up with our brother Justin yeah. Adams and uh, a lot, lot more. So uh, keep it locked. We're going to a quick break. We'll be right back. New videos, music, articles, devos, and more. Stay connected. Get the app now so you don't miss a thing. Visit holyculture.net. Welcome back. Welcome back. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into the fix. Your source for faith-infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry. It's time for our spiritual detox. And uh, listen, uh, we got a special one today. Um, you know, yeah, absolutely. You know, we uh, play our Christian hip-hop, our faith-based hip-hop over here. But let's be very clear. We know it all stems from the gospel roots. And uh, I got one of the pioneers, one of the OGs. Uh, hey. When you talk about one of the veterans who have, uh, listen, paved the way and done a lot of powerful things in gospel music. He's a Emmy Award winner. He's a billboard, a gospel billboard chart topper. He's a veteran too as well. Shouts out to my pops. My pops was in the service. So I have a, I have a, a, a great heart for veterans. Anybody who served our country. Uh, he's also a philanthropist, a singer, a songwriter. Listen, uh, he do a little bit of everything. And listen, you, you might have heard some of these worship songs like Rain on Us or, or some of his other timeless hits that ain't going nowhere. We're going to keep playing <laughs> and we're going to keep worshiping it to every single Sunday. Without further ado, help me welcome in the super talented Ernest Pugh. What's going on, sir? Hey, hey, hey. It's a pleasure to be here with you, my man. Absolutely, man. Listen, I just want to give you roses. Like I say, um, you have you have been a hit maker for a long time, twenty plus years in the game. Um, you've worked with all the favorite artists that we all have grew up on and loved, and you've been a part of gospel history. So I just want to give you roses while you're still living, because yes, you're a big yes, reason sir. why I get the opportunity to do what I do over here. So uh, <laughs> shouts out to you, brother. Praise so God. yeah, we, listen, we we gonna have just a healthy conversation. We just want to talk about it a little bit. Uh, we just gonna talk about you know where do we see the state of gospel music and Christian hip hop and how mm-hmm. they can operate together. 
You know, mm-hmm. I know, uh, again, I uh, do mainly Christian hip hop, faith based hip hop over here, small little subgenre, but it stems from the gospel roots. So, of course, mm-hmm. you listen, you tore the internet up last year <laughs> uh, <laughs> after uh, we all attended uh, the 38th annual Stellar Awards. And uh, I, listen, I was in attendance, uh, did red carpet, got a chance to interview with everybody. I didn't know the lineup. And when I sat down and get, saw the show, I was I was ecstatic because for me this was the first time that Christian hip hop faith based mm-hmm. hip hop was really spotlighted out of all the thirty eight years like it, it usually like maybe one artist maybe two but yes to your point we we had about five different um, showcases of different people in our space. And listen, yeah. you've you've always been very vocal. You went right to the to the to the internet. You went right to social media, <laughs> and you you just had some thoughts or opinions. So walk us through you know that that process and, and just fill the listeners in for those who may not know what were your thoughts on the 38th annual Stellar Awards. Absolutely. What the first thing I want to say is um, I think the future is very bright uh, for both of these genres. Uh, I think that uh, we're stronger together. Uh, I have kids who are 28 as well as 30. And so I didn't get a chance to, uh, to of course, by internet, you know, it's click. It's, it's quick. It's you touch and go. So I didn't get to give the full ramifications of what my actual thoughts were on it. Uh, it's always good when those two genres can come together because, as you know, uh, the gospel, which is the good news, in bad times, people need good news. But then you got the hip hop, which really gives people a, a snapshot or a screen grab of our culture, our struggle, what's going on in the lives of us, you know, as, as a generation and as a people. So obviously, when you bring those two together, the struggle to me uh, that we're going through, say, as they paint the picture of hip hop, gospel comes alongside the struggle and says it's not what you go through but it's how you go through it and inserts positivity in that message and then of course we we see them go from a trial if you would to a triumph that's what i think when we bring the two together does and so i didn't get to really convey that part of it but it's kind of likened unto um when i got saved and came into the knowledge of christ the king james version was the main source that people used but once i became a father and i watched my children go to children's church and they were using the Life Application Bible, the New International Version of the Bible. They were using the Amplified Bible. And I said, you know what? It's a different method, but it's the same motive, which is to get them, you know, to come into the knowledge of who Christ is. So if we got to use a language, if we got to use hip hop, if we got to use even some of the pop and the R&B stuff that kind of mix in with what we're doing, I'm all for it because the ultimate goal is really for everybody to come to the knowledge of this same God that I serve. So however you get that, that's how we need to get there it's kind of like gospel it brings the super to the natural you know what i'm saying and so the two work together for good that's the part i didn't get to say but in respect to the stellar awards the only ones that really can understand uh the depth and the substance really to that conversation are people who have benefited from the from the platform of being showcased on the Stellar Awards, of being advertised. The visibility, the exposure obviously opens up more dates for you. And so whenever there's a place or time that you feel that's in, in, uh, that inequality is taking place, to me, that's an extreme situation that you have to be vocal about, not to be critical, but to be vocal and say, well, hey, you got choirs, you got praise and worship, you got the uh, Maverick City, which is CCM, you got the hip hop, you got traditional, you got quartet, and you got 60 minutes 
How are you going to break off a little bit for everybody to benefit from this from this platform that is called the largest night in gospel music? So that's mm-hmm. what I was saying. I was like, it's fine. Hip hop is one of my favorite. I got kids that are uh, that are millennials and even Generation X people. So I can't not come against and say that anything is wrong because because of hip hop. My nephews won't listen to I Need Your Glory running on us on my hits, but guess what they will listen to? They'll listen to Chance the Rapper. They will listen to Lecrae. And so I'm talking about my nephews with Crips and Blood. So they had to use the language to bring them to the foot of the cross, which is where they are now. So my hat is off to hip hop. My hat is off even to a lot of the other rap that it's not. Because Chance the Rapper is not per se a Christian rapper, but he infuses and he nestles the gospel in his in his uh, presentation, which draw and it transcends all barriers. I'm talking age barriers. I'm talking denominational barriers. I'm ta- I don't care if you're Muslim, but we all come together. Our commonality is positivity. And so any genre of music that is doing that, my hat is off to you. I sing gospel, but by no means can I reach all the millions of people on the earth with what I'm doing. We need all of us. And so that's why I say we're all stronger together. And so I spoke to the officials over at the Stella Woods and they actually uh, were not opposed to what I was saying and even said that some of what I said, they would be able to actually utilize it, which you saw the following year, it turned around that they were able to uh, open the platform up to other people. So um, I have nothing but good stuff to say about hip hop. And I was glad as well to see the versatility because I think what Don Jackson did was he allowed some of the younger generation with him, I think, uh, uh, heading toward retirement. He kind of safely trusted that in the hands of the the, uh, new generation. Uh, And so I don't, you know, I can't condemn that or talk bad of it. The only thing I was saying was, hey, we got all this other part as it becomes to the good news. If in bad times people need good news, if grandma and granddaddy are sitting on the couch as well and need to be encouraged, why can't we give something that really appeals and resonates with them as well? Because I think they will they will relate to some to more traditional acquire and even some of the praise and worship more so than they will hip hop. Let's just balance the show a little bit. And so some of the input that I got back was not so favorable, but that's okay because we're in America. People can speak their opinions just as I spoke mine and we can all be respectful to each other, I believe, and really lift everybody. There's nothing negative uh, that I was trying to uh, spew out of that um, of, of really expressing my opinion other than the fact that we who have benefited from that platform if we got to set it out now then what do we pivot to? Because we're still making a living doing this. You know, it's enough platforms, it's enough airtime for all of us within that 60 minutes to get just a little bit. And so that's what I was saying. But the, the ones who were negative just did not understand really, I don't think really the substance behind what I was saying, nor did they have the context of when you are a recording artist, you have three or four things that work for you. Radio, you have television, you have your tour dates that you do, and then you have your streaming and your downloading. And so when one of those major options are taken away, of course, you got to be vocal about that. You got to say, hey, what's going on? Listen, TV is vitally important for somebody who does this full time. And so um, that's what I was trying to say, just as the hip hoppers. I'm, I'm happy to see them come to the forefront. They're streaming. They're, they're performing. I mean, their shows are doing what they do. So to me, the, the, the level, the, the, the longest the playing ground is level, that it ain't always got to benefit me. But I'm just saying, let's be fair to everybody who does this. No, I agree with you. And, and I thank you for sharing that. So do you think uh, previous to... This one, this particular one, 
how do you think they did for the first 37 years? Because this was, this was again, I, I've seen probably the last at least 20 of them that mm-hmm. I've seen. I, I, I'm a little younger than you, but I know for a fact I've watched the last 20 of them because um, I'm 46 years old. So, yeah, I, okay. I have literally sat there and watched yeah. the last at least 20. And, and, and the 20 years that I've been watching, I had never seen hip hop being displayed like this. I mm-hmm. you talk about quartet. I saw I always saw a lot of quartet singing. Of course, yeah. all the gospel legends like yourself were always hitting the stage. What what do you think they were doing within the first 37 years? Do you think they were hitting that mark? No, I think they were trying to figure it out because a lot of it is based and predicated upon the sponsorship. And so if um if say for instance Elon Musk is not into gospel hip hop, Elon Musk may not he may not give that million dollars as a as a uh, promoter or as an advertiser. And so I think what they had to do because it's already called the Stellar Awards, and they almost have to be very careful when it says gospel because of the separation of church and state. But when they start thinking of people who are going to pay the bills. I think they were thinking in terms of, well, if we can't go and get the big uh, corporate donors, let's at least get the pastors and the bishops and the uh, promoters who promote gospel music. And so let's be let's be clear. A lot of times we don't see Lecrae uh, in a lot of churches on Sunday morning. Probably we probably don't see as many hip hop artists as we see praise and worship leaders or just because of how the service is structured. But to me, the message is just as powerful. I just think the demographic of where we have to place hip hop. Uh, there has to be an ear. The people have to be open and receptive to that. And some of the more progressive churches are. But if you go and look even at the artists that were booked during New Year's Eve, I don't think as many hip hop, gospel hip hop artists were booked as much as the Tasha Cobbs and the, you know, the people of even Kirk Franklin. He's contemporary, but he still can do church. So he was booked on New Year's Eve. But they have to almost create a platform for themselves only because a lot of the ministers of music, a lot of the churches, a lot of the worship services are just very scared about it. I think they, like the Stellar Wars, are trying to figure it all out. But it's powerful. And it I mean, I see to Lecrae, I see thousands of people get saved at his concerts. But I don't know if the people will listen long enough and really give it a chance. They want that quick shot in the arm. You know, they want to feel church and hand clapping and foot stomping. But if they'll let it marinate, Hip-hop has a very powerful effect, if you would, as it relates to compelling people and introducing Jesus to people. So I think they were trying to figure it out. And I think a great deal of it was predicated upon what the sponsors were were really uh, calling for. That's good. Listen, DJ Focus uh, got the legendary Ernest Pugh on with us. We got to go to a quick break. We're coming right back with more. Keep it locked. You tune into The Fix. You know The Fix is in. Welcome back. Welcome back. DJ Focus, you tap back into the fix. And uh, we still got the legend on with us, uh, Ernest Pugh. And we just, uh, you know, having this discussion, the state of gospel music and Christian hip hop and how they can intertwine. So, you know, I got to ask you, Ernest, considering your distinction between industry and ministry, how do you envision Christian hip hop contributing to spiritual growth and the worship experience for listeners similar to, like you said, gospel music does? You you, you brought up a lot of names, the Kirk Franklins, the Yolanda Adams and everybody, Tasha Cobb Leonard's keep getting booked. How can we make that to where it's the same similar experience, whether they get booked or Christian hip hop artists get booked? I think um, as as because it's on the trajectory and it's doing very well. If you listen at radio programming right now, specifically the radio one, um, actually the hip hop and the more uh, uh, forward uh, CCM Maverick City 
that format is like taking over right now. Um, mm-hmm. a, a few years ago on the One Gospel Cruise, Shirley Verdock, I'm sorry, Shirley Caesar, Rance Allen, and a lot of the more traditional labels, they came, they were like, we can't get booked as much and we're seeing your your we're seeing your um programming change a lot and because they're trying to appeal to a more young adult a more young so i see the role of hip-hop just like i see the maverick city and i see all the more contemporary stuff i say it's more relatable um when i talked about those different versions of the bible they know how to use a language that if i'm in corporate america and i'm listening to hip-hop it's probably going to be more widely received if you would than if i'm sitting there beating them over the head with a bible i think they know how to condescend that's the scripture that says we have to condescend to men of lower estates we have to become all things to all people that we can win them and so when you're having a conversation with somebody and you're using the the, uh, in our vernacular you're using the right type of words it opens the door and makes that message a lot more digested pliable and teachable than if you come with your traditional ways of how it was done now so i think hip-hop it's really going to take over because, like I said, it's the culture. It's where we live. It's social media. It's our struggle. You know, a lot of times the church stuff has a lot of pretense. Oh, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm highly favored. But the hip hop is more like, no, I'm going through. You know, I need somebody to, to assist with this. I need that. And I think that's the realness that our culture really is calling for. So hip hop is going to have a larger voice because now my team is talking to me about hey you need to start doing stuff with rap on it i'm like really i'm 57 years old is that age appropriate they was like yeah but you you want your audience to transcend all those barriers you don't want the young people to see you and be like oh here he comes we know he's gonna be too preachy so they're like you need to kind of add a little bit of more edge a little bit more content so i'm listening to him because i'm looking at the streaming numbers of lecrae I'll put you like this. I don't have a, a I don't have all of these uh gold and platinum records, but he does, which means his listening audience is coming to the party. And a lot of the church people are waiting for that free for you to sing for free on Sundays. So I think that is attracting Radio One. It's attracting uh iHeart, it's attracting the people. It's not only bringing the numbers, but it's bringing the revenue. So that's why I say the future is very bright for hip hop because what, what we're doing has already been done. We now have to evolve and have to be more open and receptive to other ways to get our message out and make it a little bit more appealing to not just the Sunday morning goer, but the people who per- perhaps are out of the four, uh, four walls of the church. So so listen, all that was beautiful. I, I appreciate you sharing that. So why do you think the church is reserved with moving mm-hmm. forth with making sure that it doesn't have to be every Sunday, but like uh, putting some of the hip hop and even some of the, you know, I, I have a lot of uh, artists here that even do like gospel jazz. Like, why do you mm-hmm. think we're staying stuck in a box to where the church, specifically the black church, is staying stuck in a box to where we're not being innovative and putting hip hop in there and we're scared about doing it? Well, I'm seeing it differently, though, my man. I'm like I'm seeing like the main sanctuary may have the more senior um, young adult to the seniors. But if you look at the youth, the young adults and you look at the youth in churches like mm-hmm. I was at a place this weekend. Uh, I was doing the big the, the main service, but they had uh, a, a, a hip hop artist doing the other service, which was just as large because it had the young adults and it had the youth. So I think they're placing them in there. But the adults they're like, give us, give us the adult and then go do the hip hop and stuff over there. Now, he was very happy with how his accommodations were. 
So I don't think they slighted him. I just feel like because the young adult and the youth is the future of the church and some of the older people may be set in, well, no, I got to hear me some Dorothy Norwood. I got to hear me some Shirley Caesar. I got to hear me some Rance. I think they're kind of set, but the progressive churches are doing it. Like I've seen the truth and people like Canton Jones, I've seen them move around a lot in the last five to seven years. On a Sunday, which is amazing, on a Sunday and a New Year's Eve and even on Easter Sunday. Uh, and then I'm seeing a lot of not only the young adult and the youth ministries bring in the more contemporary hip hop, but I'm also seeing it happen in plays. I'm seeing when the liturgical dancers come out now, I'm seeing them be a little bit more edgy. Mm -hmm. And so, you know me, I'll be 60 years old in three years. So I've been around church. I've had a job at a church since I was 20. Mm. 20 to 21 years old so 30 some years old i've been either a pastor worship worship leader some type of choir director in some sense i've affected the floor of worship and i'm seeing them call for it and say we don't want just church as usual let's bring in something a little bit more edgy so i'm seeing a shift it's, it may seem slow because they're not in the main sanctuary but they are calling for the uh, hip hop they call it for the r&b type stuff they even take re they even remixing some of the R&B stuff and, and put a little hymn to it, but then they wind up over there turning up. Similar to what uh, Murphy did in Atlanta this weekend. You're going to see yes. a whole lot more of that because if you want the churches to, to progress, because the people with the gray hair, they may fade out in the next 10, 15 years, but who are going to be the ones standing in those places once they're gone? Those people who want to turn up and want that service to evolve. So I think it's making room. I think it's changing. It may seem a little slower to you. But like I said, I've never been to a place where the young adult and the youth are not doing their own church. That's good. So, so why do you think that some of the, the elders are not receiving it? Because I'm glad you brought up some mm -hmm. of the, the veteran names, you know, your daddies. And, you know, you can go down the list, you know, the wine is and you can go yeah. down the list of all the, the greats. Now, those same elders and I love them that listen to them. Yeah. When I, I actually hop, and I didn't hop in some of my elders uh, uh, cars. <laughs> They they listening to Airbnb and Rakim. They listening to EPMD. They listening to Public Enemy. So this ain't just a young thing. Why are they, why why is it that they still embracing the early eighties and nineties hip hop when you yeah. talk about that, but not embracing the Christian hip hop and saying it's only for the youth, it's only for the yeah. young adult. Well, I think they're listening to one word. They're using, they're listening to the word hip hop. And if you listen, and a lot of the hip hop, just think about the artists that have represented some. It has a negative connotation. And so in their minds, we need, you know, them to be speaking what God says. And I'm like, well, they are. But they like if they're looking at the news or they're looking at the media and they're looking at what is happening pretty much on the because they're just hearing hip hop. They're not even hearing Christian hip hop. When you say hip hop, really, when you say anything other than gospel or Christian, they're like, wait a minute now. Now, what's that called? It's a it's a category at the uh, double what's called bluegrass. And yes. these friends of mine, they start joking. They was like, wait a minute, the blood of Jesus. These people trying to, they, now they're trying to, inst the demons are coming through the, <laughs> so it's new. It's, it's their traditional mindset has to change. And so I think the negativity that's been associated, which is hip hop in general and even rap in general, um, has just kind of, it, it's made them a little reluctant to embrace it. But now that they're seeing what did happen, like what Don Jackson did do, uh, he got positive ratings. His, if you've done your research, the ratings were nothing like they have been with mm -hmm. when he was doing more of the choir, the traditional stuff. But hey, mm -hmm. you got to take a chance. And when he took a chance, it put eyes on it. And I think some of the older pastor friends of mine, they did. They were like, you know what? 
it wasn't what I was used to, but you know what? It was effective. Like my kids was, my kids was like at the TV, like turning up and I'm like, well, if that's what I can't argue with it, if it's making change mm, and that's, that's going to be the same. Yeah. If it's making change and it's transforming minds and it's changing habits and situations, turn it around for their kids. Cause that's what they're watching. Then they're going to embrace it more. So we just need to see more of it. It needs to be on display more. We need more YouTube channels. We used to have, remember we had videos all day long on BET. Yes. We need more, we need more Christian hip hop videos so that the people can see it, listen to the lyric content and then watch it work in people's lives. And I think it'll turn around, but it's a slow process. I, I won't lie. It took me a while. Listen, DJ Focus uh, got the legendary Ernest Pugh on with us. We got to go to a quick break. We coming right back with more. Keep it locked. You tune into the fix. You know the fix is in. Holy Culture Radio is operated by the CoreLink Solution, a 501c ministry dedicated to empowering people to reach their potential. If you feel led to contribute to this mission, visit www.holyculture.net slash donations. I'm Justin Adams, and this is your Defix Faith and Sports Report. You know, every team that competes does so with the goal of winning a championship. I mean, why else would you want to play the game? But a team can't achieve its goal without each individual using their gifts in competition for the benefit of the team. Legendary head coach Vince Lombardi once said, individual commitment to a group effort, that's what makes a team work, a company work, a society work, a civilization work. The same idea goes for Christ followers as well. We all have special gifts that need to be used for the benefit of the body of Christ. As athletes, we use our skills not only to help the team win, but to also share the gospel with others. 1 Peter 4.10 tells us that each one should use whatever gift he has received to serve others, faithfully administering God's grace in its various forms. Listen, we should not become jealous of someone else's gift, nor should we selflessly use the gifts that we have been blessed with for our own gain. Our gifts are to be used to serve others. No matter what sport or position you play, ultimately, all gifts are given to us by God for His glory and to serve others. So here's my question for you today. How will you use your gifts? I'm Justin Adams, and this is your Defix Faith and Sports Report. Now back to DJ Focus at Dice Gamble. Welcome back. Welcome back, DJ Focus. You tap back into the fix, and uh, we still got the legend on with us, uh, Ernest Pugh. And we just, uh, you know, having this discussion, the state of gospel music and Christian hip-hop and how they can intertwine. So, you know, I got to ask you, Ernest, have you ever embraced some of the OGs in gospel hip-hop? Because it was actually called gospel hip-hop first, and it changed to Christian hip-hop. So I'm going to throw a few names out there, like, like that. We're hopping in the in the eighties. Stephen mm-hmm. Wiley, Michael mm-hmm. Peace, DC yeah. Talk. So, like, yeah. what, what what was DC your DC Talk is that, still huge. I know, I know. So, I mean, what yeah. what was your take on that back then? And, and did did you think the church received those artists back then? Especially with us, uh, uh, Mike uh, Stephen Wiley was doing the Bible break. Like, right? That was that was all ministry. Yeah, I think with DC Talk, he was embraced by a lot more of the uh, Caucasian church. The black right. church just did not take time to really listen to what he was saying, but he was very effective. He did a lot of street ministry. I'm from Memphis, Tennessee, but I traveled around the whole country. And I remember uh, in the military one time, we we brought DC Talk, Kirk Franklin, and CC Winans, and it was a hundred and some thousand people in attendance. DC Talk had the strongest altar call than either one of those. So his soul winning was, they blew my mind. I was at a church at a time. There was a non-denomination church, very strict, really all about the word, the word, the word, the word. My pastor came to me and said, if we can call and get him there, 
I think he would revolutionize our whole midweek. They, we, they were going to give him a whole midweek service, which they mm-hmm. have never done. I was with him 12 years. So I knew of DC Talk. I knew what DC was doing, but we didn't see enough of it. Like we had to see uh, Carmen. Do you remember Carmen? Yes. Uh, Carmen is the one who introduced us to him through TBN. But the churches were like, we don't even know how how to how to accommodate him. How many flights we'd have to buy? Um, is it going to be radical? Is it going? But that thing was so compelling to the church, and I think had we seen more of it uh, through TBN and different things, I think we would have. But I I instantly um, embraced it because I wanted something different. I, I was, I've been leading worship, so I'm like, please give me something different. And then to see his effect that he had on the people, it was unequivocal. I couldn't deny the power of God that was up on his presentation, what he was doing. He was getting better results than I was. Hmm, that's good. So, you know, when it was all said and done, what's your, what's your take now? I mean, you've had, a, you had a while to sit with it. You, you, you know, because <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I wasn't expecting a lot of things you said today and I appreciate you sharing that. Overall, do you think the awards, I know you compared it to like the BT awards, that experience. It, do you think that's a bad thing? Because I, I want to ask you that too no. as well. Like if you compare it to the BT awards, like the BT awards, which we should outshine them in my personal opinion, because we got Jesus Christ and I ain't knocking nobody at the BT awards. <laughs> when I'm just saying we put Jesus Christ music at the center and the forefront of all our music. Shouldn't ours be just as good and popping entertaining but also ministry driven absolutely and i think what it what sells and and what markets is when the quality of the product is just as good like you a a christian hip-hop person should have the same wardrobe uh all of the things that they need because remember the consumer the basic consumer may not understand what that is but when I tell you the, 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 the sponsors and the people will look and say, hey, look at this. They came out and they banging just like they are. Their message is strong. He's dealing more with the Christian side, but they're dealing more with a culture and what's happening. But overall, he left with a very balanced message. I don't think he should be able to distinguish between the Christian from a, a, a regular hip hop artist, if you would. So as I look back on it now, I wish he had a two hour segment. Because he could do that whole segment and call it, hey, this is going to be the gospel, hip hop and contemporary. Then we go into church. If he had two hours, I say keep the show of what he had and then come back or vice versa. Put the church stuff first, like to set the atmosphere. And then let's close out with the hip hop. Let's rock it out. And that way, and I, I would love to see him do that. Why can't we have two hours instead of 60 minutes? But I thoroughly enjoy and I and just listening to what the people said now. Uh, and I, the ratings, like I said, were not good. But the people that I deal with, which are, are young adults and millennials in the Ecclesia type said, they were like, yo, this the best that the Stella's ever been. I was like, it was? Yeah, because <laughs> I was like, it was. I didn't, I didn't, but let me tell you, the mindset of people like me who got to affect the floor of worship, you listening for the latest songs you can teach to your choir, the latest songs you can teach to your praise and worship. You, you're looking at, oh, I heard this one song. Sometimes it's the first time we hear new music. So people like me who are trying to get content, trying to get music, trying to think of ways to shift your atmosphere. You can't shift it yet with hip hop, but you're looking for that choir, that CCM or that praise and worship song. So that's a, 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 a narrow perspective. But I'm just saying personally for me, 
that was what I like to get. I'm like, if you if this is the biggest light in gospel, let me hear some of these hits so I can go introduce them, you know, to the church. But what he did was not a bad show at all. My my point that I was making was, yo, those of us that were uh, that were uh, pro- that uh, benefited from this platform, we ain't on no more. What's going on? We done. So that that was my mindset. But by no means was I saying that it was not an effective, was not a powerful, or was not an excellent show. It was an excellent show. I've never seen the lighting on such a level. Uh, the staging was impeccable. It was a, it looked like a show that could have been the beat, that could have been the hip hop awards, the regular hip hop awards. It could have been all that, but it just did not, in my mind, um, benefit people like us who are used to benefiting from that platform. If you would. No, that's fine. Listen, I appreciate your time. Thanks for coming by. Come on and uh, talk about your, I know you're getting ready to release this project, uh, you know, middle of the year. Uh, I, I see you got some super collaborations. Shouts out to Zicardi. Uh, that's my brother. Uh, so I know, hey. uh, talk about, your, talk about your, your, your project that you're getting ready to release uh, middle of this year. Yeah, well, we we released it already. Uh, the best of earnings people we got Zacardi Cortez on there, Krista Aiken okay. is on there, Nikita Fox is on there. But I'm working on a movie soundtrack uh, that I'm doing that's amazing called "Don't Give Up." And for 2024, I'm really doing dealing with resilience, with finishing what you start and just staying the course, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and so I'm excited. I got a couple of movie deals going. I'm gonna release new music. I got a, a clothing line that's coming down. My cooking show is getting ready to go over to the Food Network. So I got a lot happening. I won't get a lot of sleep this year <laughs> yeah. listen you, you ain't got to worry about sleeping you just gonna be good counting them checks i ain't mad at that hey. count them checks <laughs> listen i appreciate you Ernest. man tell the people how to connect with you follow you on all your social media platforms www.earnestpew.com is my website and then all of my platforms is at Ernest Pew. keep it locked you tune into the fix you know the fix is in holy culture holy culture radio healing hope and how to lose and we back, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. Thank y'all for tapping in with us, waking up with us. Another blessed day. Winning Wednesday. Shouts out to everybody winning. You are a winner if you are a believer in Jesus Christ. Please believe oh, yeah. that you're winning. And for anybody who may have never accepted the salvation prayer, what better day than today? Yeah. I promise you, uh, you know, Dice, uh, that's something that we, we've been trying to do here every Wednesday. It's just, you know, make sure people understand the importance of, do you mm. know where you're going, um, yeah. you know, if you were to yeah. die tonight? Yeah, if today was the last day, do you know? Um, when are we going to do the prayer? We can do it now, absolutely. <laughs> we, yeah, we ain't never got no time. We we can do it whenever. Yeah, yeah. We, let's go ahead and do it now for those of you who, uh, you know, and like Focus said, we do this every Wednesday. And honestly, um, churches all around the, all around the world do this. But if you are sitting somewhere and you're like, you know what, I don't know. I don't know if I died today where I would go, you know, and I do know that God has been tugging on my heart and I want a relationship with God. All you got to do is say, you know, dear God, I come to you in the name of Jesus, you know, and I admit that I am a sinner. I'm not right with you and I do want to be right with you. And um, I'm asking you to forgive me of all my sins um, that I've committed, those that I've known I've committed, those I, I don't know that I committed. And um, the Bible is very clear that if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord, you will be saved. So all you have to do is say, you know, you know, Jesus, I believe that you died on the cross for my sin, that you rose from the dead, that that you um, 
want to come and live in my heart. And I'm asking that you do that. And I believe that you will do that. And uh, you are doing that as I say this prayer, God. And I just confess with my mouth that you are going to be the Lord of my life from here on out. And I just want to thank you in advance for saving my soul. And um, I'm just praying this prayer to you in Jesus name. Amen. And, um, you know, you can make it as simple as you want to make it. But you know, just ask Jesus to come into your heart and be the Lord of your life to lead you and guide you. And um, if you really say that prayer and really mean it, it, that's a done deal. Like you are, you are on your way and Christ is in your heart and uh, definitely find you a Bible-based church, find you a great community that believes in the Lord. And um, if you ever pray that prayer, if you, if you guys listen to us, if you pray that prayer for the first time, go ahead and uh, inbox us because we want to know like if, if that's something that you did if you don't mind sharing but um and you know listen welcome to the fold that's all i gotta say is welcome to the fold and there's no better life than life in christ so facts yeah and we thank y'all we we take y'all with listen open arms we we love you yeah we thank you for Absolutely. Uh, just being able to say that prayer and listen mm-hmm. start the process because mm-hmm. it's a process and it's a lifestyle change don't beat yourself up mm-hmm. this is a lifestyle that we live this is not just something that's fluff uh, so you're going to have your ups, you're going to have your downs. But the beautiful thing about it is you'll have a Lord and Savior that will never leave you, never forsake you, will always be there every time you need him. So, uh, yeah, shouts out to everybody listening mm-hmm. to us. Listen, uh, we we we, uh, we got this uh, Real Talk conversation coming on, up now. real, real soon. Uh, protect your temple. So keep it Ooh. locked for that. Uh, we also got our lyrics for the mind segment coming up. Mm. You tune in to The Fix. And The Fix is in. Welcome back. You tap back into the fix. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, you know, time for that real talk conversation, Dice. And uh, ooh, you said some yesterday, and we couldn't, we couldn't even let that thing live. We say, you know what, we coming back. <laughs> we touch that thing. Shouts out to everybody who've been listening to us. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for the whole week, uh, we've been talking about obedience for the last mm-hmm. two days. Mm-hmm. But Dice, you brought up a point that I knew we just had to come back to. So today we're gonna talk about it. Uh, protecting your temple. Mm. I love it because people think this isn't in the Bible. This is like a thousands and thousands of year old issue. First Corinthians six chapter, I'm sorry. First Corinthians chapter six verses 19 through 20 says, do you not know that your bodies are the temple of the Holy spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore honor God with your bodies. First Corinthians Six chapter uh, verses nineteen through twenty. So some of you need to put that up on your mirror, put it up on your refrigerator. Uh just as a reminder, this ain't your body. <laughs> it's not yours. And it's not honorable to God when we don't do right. You know what I'm saying? And here's the deal. My people perish for a lack of what knowledge. So we yeah. love we love we love ignorance. That's why the quote is what? Ignorance is bliss. I just oh, I don't know. I don't care and it tastes good and you know, feel good and that's it. But we were bought at a price and there will be a day that we have a, our expiration date comes to fruition. You know what I'm saying? Like we all have an expiration date. Like you get that you get the dash in the middle, right? Your parents picked the date that you was going to be born because of whatever happened between them. You get the dash in the middle and you don't get to choose the end date. So it's like we need to be respectful of what we got going on. And uh, whatever you eat, whatever you drink, whatever you do is supposed to be what? All to the glory of God. First, That's First Corinthians 10 and 31. So let's talk about it. 
And this is so easy for you guys to find. I don't want you to think I'm making this up. You can go to CDC to get all these stats. But 2021, the mortality rate in the United States, heart disease is the number one killer. 695,000 plus people died of heart disease. What is heart disease? Well, factors are stroke, high blood pressure, um, cholesterol, diabetes, all of this. Um, It's very prevalent in it's funny that you said this focus is very prevalent in the African-American community, but guess what? It's prevalent now everywhere because we all eat in the same trash. Um, and some people still smoking. I don't even know why y'all still, I mean, everybody knows smoke is horrible. I just need y'all to stop. This is your, if, if nobody told you and you smoke, stop smoking. Um, but obesity and unhealthy diet and a lack of physical inactivity is what causes heart disease. So if you know you're not doing anything to exercise, you're not doing anything to make sure you don't have that bad cholesterol line in your arteries. If you're not doing anything, uh, you know, to prevent a lot of sugar coming into your house, telling people, nah, we don't drink soda like that. You know what I'm saying? Like if you are out here, even stress, you know what I mean? So it's like when you realize your body's not your own, it's God's body. And you realize that it was paid for, for a, Jesus died on the cross so you can have your health. Like this is not a, it's not a game. This is like a serious thing. <clears throat> you should want to do better is the bottom line. And when you see heart disease as the number one leading cause of death in wow. America, in the United States, that is insane. So it's not just the blacks it's not just the whites it's not just the browns it's not just you know we're just throwing colors on stuff but it's not all these races it's not all these these religions it's everybody got a problem right now with high blood cholesterol diabetes just unhealthy obesity so yeah this is something the church don't talk about enough well, I think every church, shout out to Pastor Jay Mall, got the whole fitness center, got the whole health clinic. Shout out to Pastor Jamal Bryan. And what if you got a church uh, around the world right now and you guys do, you got gyms and you got like real fitness centers and you have health clinics in it. God bless you. You hear God telling his people, get it together. Get it together. What what if six hundred and ninety five thousand people had a word in their belly to give somebody mm. to save their life? Mm. But they died because they wouldn't change their diet, they wouldn't eat right, they wouldn't stop smoking, they wouldn't go exercise. Six hundred and ninety five thousand people could have told one person, and that person could have you know what I'm saying? Like you talk about the inability to get the word out. It might be due to you not making the right choices in your kitchen or in your car, you know, on lunch. No, that's good. And I think a lot of it, especially when you talk about um, shouts out to the overeaters out there. Um, I, 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 no, no, shouts out to us. Listen, I'm, I'm a part of that, too, as well. I'm coming out of it, though. Uh, 2023 was the last year you're going to see me do that. So I'm, I'm a new me. So I pray anybody listening to me take this journey with me. Um I love what you said when you talk about the exercise aspect of it. Absolutely. Um, I think something that a lot of people need to adopt is understanding the stress management portion of it. For me, I'll be honest with you. I'm going to get free. Somebody else might not feel this way. Sometimes I feel like I ate because uh, I was stressed out. I, I would like overeat because I was stressed out. And I didn't know it was a real thing until I started reading up on it. Shouts out to the readers. 
it, it is a real thing where no, no, sir. Cause I know that's another thing that a lot of us don't do and I'm getting better at it. I'm not where I need to be. Uh, uh, I know I would love to be able to read probably at least four books a month. That would be a, a super goal for me right now. I'm just trying to get to finish one a month. So that's, that's a new challenge that I challenged myself this year. I want to read one book a month, just one book a month to just continue to feed my brain because we do need to continue to feed our brain uh you, you, yes so uh shout out to everybody but the stress management part of it i think people need to talk about more when you talk about medical intervention and not having to go to the doctor because of understanding how to control your stress wow when you get in these stress states if you're not one who prays and meditate you should go work out. You should find something that calms you down to where you don't go. And, and like I say, specifically, I'm talking about to the overeaters where you go eat out of stress because you feel like that's your only release. That's something that makes you happy or calms you down from dealing with whatever emotion it is that you need to deal with from that stress or that pressure. Yes, I want to speak a little bit to stress management because I know God put that in my studio. Mm. Well, um, stress some stress is a good thing right adrenaline can be a good thing sometimes we need that adrenaline to get us pumped up and to make us go you know complete a task and all that um however when your body is not in a healing state right when it's not in a resting state when it's not getting nutrients vitamins water air you're going to have an extra buildup of cortisol. Cortisol is the primary stress hormone. But the sad part about cortisol is it increases increases your sugar production, glucose, right? So it's dumping an extraordinary amount of sugar into the bloodstream, okay? That should only happen at times when you are the one in control. Like you were talking about going to work out. Okay, well, I'm going to go work out. And you know, like when you start getting pumped up and your heart starts beating faster, you start sweating. That's a good thing. You're going to start burning fat. But when you live in that stress-filled moment 24 hours a day, it ain't healthy. Okay, it's going to start to destroy your body's tissue. It's going to be it's it's, it's just going to be hard to repair certain things. So it's like it's my people perish for a lack of knowledge. It's like when you know that, like you said, you need to know how to be able to take a time out. We talk about it every day, prayer, meditation, walking, but we have to get better. And you made a comment the other <laughs> just a second ago. And I said, man, that's a double down on the devil. He was like, oh, I'm a stress eater. Mm. So the enemy already has you worked up. Yep. We're going to stress him out and he going to feel like he's about to have a heart attack, pass out. Okay. So now you got me on the stress. So when I double down and now I'm going to feed myself on top of the stress, knowing this ain't eating time. I'm only eating to you know, get my brain away from the fact I'm stressed, Facts. but the stress is still there. It didn't went away. Now you're compiling on this extra component and you probably ain't eating nothing healthy. You probably didn't go for the nope. celery. I'm just going to say, I'm going to bet my money. You did not ain't go nobody get going for that celery and peanut butter dice. Pray your life. Listen, bless your life. It's a cheeseburger <laughs> somewhere. Somebody pulled up the five guys said, please supersize it. Please, give me two. Give me two today. So what I'm saying is that's the devil's double down. And he has learned to trick us so bad. That's why I'm like, man, this is this is something that it's affecting us. Like I said, you can go on your own and check out. This is this is crazy. Um, and guess the second number one killer, second number two killer, sorry, of of people um, is cancer. 
Oh, well, wait a minute. Hold on. Yeah, we got to go to a break. Yeah. We coming right back. Go cause, yeah, we got to unpack that because, yeah, that, that thing is trying to sweep through our culture and trying to sweep us up. The devil is a lie. We, we, we speaking that thing out of existence. It ain't got no power and authority over us. Listen, we talking about it today. Protect your temple. We got to mm-hmm. go through a break. We coming right back with more. Keep it locked. You tune into The Fix. And The Fix is in. Yo, it's your boy DJ Focus. Here with your dose of lyrics for the mind, where lyrics defeat mental health. Today we breaking down No Big Deal's lighter fluid track, and it dives deep into the fire within. Let's vibe to this and explore the layers. No Big Deal's words hit different, don't they? Everyone thinks they're hot until they put the fire to them. Real talk, do you know fam, depression can feel like Goliath when you fighting through it? It's a battle, and lighter fluid lays it bare. Statistics from the National Institute of Mental Health state depression affects 17.3 million adults in the U.S. Let's talk about the fire within. No big deal mentions walking on water, feeling like the Messiah did. It's that divine strength that carries us through. Everyone thinks they're hot until the fire comes. We're all tested by the flame. No big deal captures the essence. Now the line, thank God I walked on water, it must be the line of Judah. That same profound insight is amazing. So let's break that down for a second. The World Health Organization state that over 264 million people globally suffer from anxiety disorder every year. The line of Junior, that strength, that courage to walk through water is symbolic. In the midst of pain, no big deal found that quiet love and replaced it with the pity that sometimes takes our mind in a depressed state. This ain't just music. It's a journey. Lighter fluid reminds us that we're not alone in the fire. We're turning lyrics into lessons over here on Lyrics for the Mind. Stay tuned for more raw insight and empowering lyrics. You're never alone in this journey, fam. Progress music. Empowering conversations. Holy Culture Radio. Welcome back. DJ Focus Dice Gamble. In the middle of this real talk conversation, we're just talking about it today. Protect your temple. And uh, I know we were, uh, you know, <laughs> talking about that stress management. And I brought up, uh, you know, how uh, at times I found myself uh, stress eating, overeating hmm. and, or eating just to kind of relieve stress. And I know for a lot of people, um, if they're not eating to relieve their stress, I know I used to be shouts out to all the black and mild smokers because I used to freak them things. Yeah, shouts out to everybody who doesn't understand the culture of freaking the black and mild. I'm not endorsing. I'm just telling you uh, what God has freed me from. It, it, I promise you, I was the best freaker out there. I, I, I would put money back in the day on it that, uh, yeah, my miles were the best. But that's a whole nother story. I don't smoke miles anymore. I don't freak miles anymore. But uh, I that was one of the things when I worked at uh, uh, different uh, businesses uh, when I was stressed out. The first thing we would do, because you get them usually on those uh, those jobs, you get that them two fifteens and your lunch. On that fifteen, you had your smokers. They would go out, and we'd be stressed out, and we'd be out there, you know, what I'm saying gossiping and and venting, talking about what the boss ain't doing, what Mister Charlie ain't doing. Da 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 da. Don't don't act don't act brand new, because I know a lot of y'all out there doing it now, talking about your bosses <laughs> as we speak. So uh, just know that uh, be careful who you talk about your boss too because you know you got some snakes too as well that double back and say oh, you know uh, such and such talking about you but anyway uh, uh, the stress Str- I said that hard to say to get back to the stress management and understanding yeah I used to be both I've done both I didn't over 
I used to eat to relieve stress, and I also used to smoke. And you brought up the cancer is killing us off, Dice, before we went to uh, that last break, huh? Oh, it's, it's snatching souls, literally. Uh, 605,000 plus people died of cancer last year, and the top leading causes of that were due to tobacco use, uh, overweight, alcohol consumption, no fruit or vegetable intake or low fruit and vegetable intake and no physical activity or low physical activity. So it's the exact same cause for the most part concerning heart disease. So you have 1,300,000 plus thousand people who we lost last or sorry, 2021 due to just not loving God. Like, that's what it gets down to. I'll be real with you. Like, and so it's unfortunate that we live in these communities where people shun you if they see you eat differently. I never forget. I I went to a family reunion and I got a salad. I didn't have anything else on my plate because everything else had, it was just pork field probably. Um, And my uncle said, well, you eating that rabbit food, huh? Mm. I was like, that's what, that's what we're doing now. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's what it is. And I'm like, no, I mean that Jesus food. You know what I'm saying? Like God made this for me. You know, this lettuce, these carrots, these tomatoes, these onions, these peppers. Like they all give me something that I actually need that help right. me to not be overweight, to not have uh, diabetes, to not have high blood pressure. And it's like, but we're so mentally messed up culturally that we would rather poke fun and make jokes at people that actually are disciplined and obedient to God and say, okay, God, what am I eating today? You know what I'm saying? Like, like what you make for me? You know what I'm saying? Like seasonally, what vegetable you got out here popping up out the ground? Let me go make that for my family and make sure everybody's getting their, their, their vitamins and nutrients today. But that smoking thing, this is crazy. Cause let me tell you, the lungs heal themselves. And I, I think I shared the story before, you, you know, I ended up, yeah, I went to, an emergency room um just due to smoking I, and the doctor told me before you say what you say i, I i'm a witness to as well just like you about <laughs> to testify because <laughs> i used to be a, 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 a smoker every day <laughs> and i used to have this mucus phlegm <laughs> in, in my chest that i would literally cough up every day and i'm talking about a large amount i knew it wasn't normal because i'm like why why is this always building up the moment i probably i'll think about tell 30 me. days after i stopped smoking tell me I, that mucus ain't never been in my life ever since so i, I just wanted because you said that and it just triggered it. i'm sorry no, it's true it's true but some people need to know that they the god made this body and i and i, and I say this all the time like why don't you get how much god loves you if you accidentally cut yourself it immediately starts to heal Yes. You may put a bandaid on and in three days it ain't it's covered up because God is like, ooh, my child's been hurt. We gotta heal him. You know what I'm saying? Like this is this is God's motive. It's for us to be healed and whole. It's never for us to be hurt in, in, in any way. But it's like the lungs will heal themselves just like all of our body can heal themselves. But as soon as you stop smoking, like you're talking about focusing, listen, you'll stop coughing up phlegm, whether it's your 30 days or six months. And then the lungs, they will literally start to rebuild the branches that are in there, filtering out all the toxins. Like your lungs are put there so that yeah, I, this person, I don't want them inhaling everything into their system. We got to clean it. And so it's crazy how God made this miraculous, magical planet 
where a tree gives us oxygen. Why? Because it's rooted and it's just pushing it out because God says so. Okay. All right. I want to make sure they got clean, fresh air every day. And then, you know what I'm saying? They're going to exhale and you're going to love that carbon dioxide. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah. All right. So we, we just need to partner with God folks. I can't say it enough. It's like, if we want, if we're called and we are following God and we're supposed to be looking more like him, we should be doing the things and using the things that he put here for us. This is not hard, but to lose over a million, 300 plus thousand people off of heart disease and cancer. And it was preventable. So it give me some, okay. So yeah, we lost people off of strokes. Um, Alzheimer's, you know, 119,000. That's fine. All, Alzheimer's disease. We get that. Old people get old. You start to lose your thought. We get that. Strokes, stuff happens, unexpected. We get that. But when you're telling me that over a million people a year are just not doing right, but could be, and I know some of them are Christian. Some of them might not be Christian, but I'm 100% sure some of them are. So it's like, why would you why would we limit our time here in doing the work and maybe giving somebody else uh an opportunity of freedom the freedom we have you know and i don't know it's just it's just a, like i said it's easy to do and make the change when you have a relationship with god and you're like man i just want to follow you <laughs> you know what i'm saying i want what you want for me and i told my husband i said i feel sorry for you he said what i said man if you ain't going to the gym you're going to be standing next to a superhero next year cuz it's game time. Like physically it's game time. Like mentally I've been there. Spiritually I've been there. But I was like, I want to see how fine I am in, in in this body. You understand what I'm saying? I want to see every muscle pop, every ab round. I want to see every cheek lifted. I'm, 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 I'm just, I was like, I want to see it all. It, because I want to see, and this is so crazy because... <clears throat> Especially with women, the voice of comparison hops in when you go online and you're starting to swipe left and right. You're like, ooh, that, oh, she's look, she looked better than me here. You know, she's thicker than me, taller than me, abs flatter or whatever. Everybody has a nice body underneath it all. Everybody has a nice body. But it's about you toning your body up the way you tone your body up. And it's about you and your body. Like, it, you you don't compare to other people because it's only one of you. And as soon as you get that in your head, you're like, uh. And then if you think about it, you're like, well, dang, what do I even look like? Because right. I've, I've never put any effort towards how fine am I, though? You know what I'm saying? And then when you show up, you're going to be like, man, I just I personally wanted to see the work that God put into me when God made me. It's personal now. This ain't even about me being at a uh, at the Arnold competition because I'm going to be there. This ain't even about me, you know, being at church with almost the crop top on. I'm, I'm going to do it. I know y'all going to hate me, but I'm going one ab may show when I praise, lift my arms up. But you know what? What you're going to see is God's glory. You ain't going to be about me at this point. It's just going to be like, oh, ew, do you see why her arms? Do you see? Good grief. Her traps are phenomenal. Yes. When I, yes, they are amazing. But it's, it's for me. I want to give God the glory. That's why I'm like, man, God, I have... I've done well in my health journey. I, I got to pat myself on the back, but I know I can do way better. So that's why I was like, man, I'm ready to, like you said, focus. I'm ready to take it to another notch where I feel good already, but now I want to see that. I want to, I, I just, I just want to see how ridiculous I can look. And so now I've challenged myself. Like God, I know you put some nice muscle up underneath there. My parents got, they gave me good jeans. You know what I'm saying? They gave me good jeans. And I just want to feel, I want to feel and I want to see it in the mirror. And that's a goal for me. And it's not an arrogant goal. God made my body. 
So it's like, I want to see what God made. And, and But I want to partner with God from a health perspective, not not trying to get no BBL and not trying to juice up and do all this. Not trying to skip the, I want to cut the line and cut all the fat out. And shout out to y'all who doing that. Not me. I just want to see what God made and I'm, and I want to be excited about it. So, um, but that's my, that's my next thing is, you know, just, just partner with God and it's personal, man. That's why I was like, man, y'all got to make this journey personal. God has literally God says before, before you even got here, before anybody knew you before I formed you, like I made you. And so I'm like, I want to see what that is. And, and, and shouts out to everybody uh, who's really out there working out and really working on it. Uh, for y'all cheaters, I'm praying for y'all. Shouts out to all the cheaters. No, there's some cheaters out there, Dice, because they, they get all on the gram, Dice. They be all like they in the gym. Like, to your point, no, they went got these uh, liposuction tummy tucks already and stuff. And y'all going to fake it till y'all make it act like y'all really working out. And I'm really in the gym. No, because I'm really in these streets, Dice. I ain't got time for it. I ain't, ain't nobody cutting me open. There ain't nobody tummy tucking me and all this stuff. And y'all make it seem like, oh, in 30 days, in 90 days, and then y'all get God praise. Stop doing that. Stop making God a joke. Now, if you and now, now, now listen, okay. if you just gonna choose to just go do it, just, just say, say I went and got just the tummy tuck. Yeah, just wouldn't say I got the liposuction and yeah. leave it at that. Don't be don't be all on the gram talking about you've been working out for ninety days because I know what it's like to work out for ninety days and what yeah. it really looked like. Come on, I'm now. looking at it in real time. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, my yeah, and I'm putting it working. Yeah, you, yours just poof. This yours just poof. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Shouts out to y'all. I'm talking about the believers. Anybody else? If you ain't a follower of Christ, then it stop tricking people. Yeah, no, no, I'm tired of people tricking people on the gram. Stop tricking people. And because because you, you guys have impact, you guys have influence, and people yeah. follow you guys. Yeah, you guys are leading people astray in certain right. areas. Yeah, so don't do true. that. If you really are on a fitness journey and you really walking every day on the yeah. treadmill yeah. on your bike, yeah. doing the step, the stepping uh cardio or whatever. Yeah, yeah. show that. But if yeah. you already know you're gonna cheat and go get a surgery, stop showing you doing that stuff. Stop. <laughs> That's cheating. Okay. I'm not calling that stuff out this year, Dice. I cheat. Y'all might see me in some of the comments saying you cheated. And I'm going to say it. You cheated. Stop lying. No, no. Tell the truth. Now, I ain't perfect, but tell, no, no. I, 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 listen, I can own up to my mistakes. If I you ever call me out on something, I'm going to say, yeah, you're absolutely right. And I'm going to apologize for it. But I ain't going to leave people astray. I ain't, I'm sick of that. We, I'm tired of that. <laughs> no, because, yeah, I'm sorry. That might have been a little personal. But, yeah, I know a few <laughs> people out here false flagging, as I used to call it back in the day. Stop false flagging. You go. You gonna be wearing this banner for Jesus, or you not? So we love you. Uh, we got to go to a break. We talking about it today. Protect your temple. Keep it locked. You tune into the fix, and the fix is in. Yes, sir. You tune back into the fix, and uh, oh my goodness, I think this was one for the books. This was this is one of them shows. Mm. Um, this is where you start your year off. Shouts right, out to everybody right. tuning in to us on right. this uh, winning Wednesday. But uh, yeah, this show just hit different. That real talk when you talk about protect your temple, I am so like tunnel driven right now, Dice. Like I, I it's I, I'm focused. <laughs> no pun intended, but that, mm-hmm. I am focused. I, I need to do what I need to do, mm-hmm. and I pray all our listeners, anybody out there listening, if you're struggling in any area of your life and you want to change that thing around, you need to get yourself back on track. Listen, trust God, trust the process. Write down the vision, make it plain, and execute it. And that's what I'm doing. I, I'm look. My wife got a uh, shout out to my wife. My wife does a great job because she knows I'm a uh, scheduling nightmare. I, she, so she always has these like uh, I, I call it like the uh, the the book the, 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 the uh, it's basically a calendar, but it's like a it's like she got it prioritized. 
if you can do this, do this. But yeah, these is non-negotiable. So she got things in this list. And uh, listen, that fitness is that non-negotiable. She makes sure she keep that thing in the, uh, the bright green, like non-negotiable. I don't care how much work you got to do. I don't care what you got to get done. This, right. You got to get this done too as well. So shout uh-huh. out to, uh-huh. to my wife for keeping me encouraged because I, I need that. So I just, I pray somebody else out there listening. If you don't have a spouse that's encouraging like that, that's fine. Encourage yourself until you get to that point. But it is mm-hmm. good if, you, if you're out there and you're married or, or you, you know, you got a loved one that you care about. Listen, encourage them. Mm-hmm. Let's continue to encourage each other and uh, don't be a, uh, get, awesome. get that is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, everybody, everybody ain't, Dice, you, you've been on your health kick for a while, so it's it's second nature to you. That, that's what I say, and I tell everybody, I know y'all listening, and Dice always talking about it's easy. No, no, it's easy for her, because she's been doing it, it the last easy, 25 right? years, so she's solid in her mind. Yeah, it, yeah, this is, because she's been doing it 25 years. This is new to me. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to get free. This is new to me. I ain't been doing it for 25 years. I ain't been eating right and exercising for the 25 years strong. No, I ain't, that ain't my reality, so. Shouts out to Dice. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Do your thing. Oh, my goodness. I love it. I love it. Oh, man. I'm trying. I'm just trying to get right. I'm just trying to get right. Yeah, just trying to get it. right. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's so it. protect your temple. We pray y'all enjoyed that real talk conversation. Shouts out to Ernest Pugh. Ernest came Pugh. Came on here. And, uh, listen, uh, thank you, bro. You changed it. You changed the game a little bit, though. We we, we, we was expecting a little something different, but um, I'm grateful that you uh, are recognizing our space over here. Shouts Come out to now. everybody in the gospel industry. Listen, we mm-hmm. big ups y'all all the time mm-hmm. over here. We will continue to big up y'all, but we definitely yeah. would definitely want you guys to appreciate what we're doing as well mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. in our genre over here because y'all got us in a little sub-genre called Christian Hip Hop. I kind of yeah. feel like, I feel a way about that, Dice. I feel like we should all be on that gospel billboard chart well, together. I just, well. I just feel a way. Somebody listening right now can make that happen too and change well, that thing around. So, yeah, I think it should just all all be the gospel together uh, on one billboard chart so yeah you know just like you know you got pastor mike jr or kurt yeah, franklin yeah, you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah lecrae and bizzle and kb yeah. should be right there in their conversations in them gospel billboard charts too as well uh so yeah it should just be all the gospel regardless please uh, all our gospel uh promoters mm-hmm. uh pr people execs artists listen uh, mm-hmm. uh, for the ones who have not worked with anybody in the Christian hip hop space, come on, especially if you're an artist. If you're an artist over in the gospel, come on, work with some artists in Christian hip hop. Continue mm-hmm. to give us roses too as well. We, we have come a long way. Shouts out to all the pioneers, you know, the early comers, the Stephen Wileys, the Michael mm-hmm. Pieces, and working now. your way all the way up to the cross movements. And, uh, you know what I'm saying? Everybody who's done something in this genre, but we, we worked our way up to now. Listen. Mm-hmm. We are putting out quality music that should be platinum and gold selling just like everybody else. And I'm not yeah. saying we're not doing some of that because we know Lecrae's done some things and KB and you can go down the list and want some stuff, but it should be like more of a conversation like, no, this is the regular thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. We, we need to continue to big up them. So yeah. Remember, uh, yeah, a lot of you guys for artists, yeah, uh, quartet singers and bands and stuff put y'all Ooh. on. No, no. If now. you want to go back and then if you go before the quartets, Let's well, be very clear. You know who put the gospel quartet on the scene? A lot, of jazz, a lot of jazz and blues musicians. Y'all yeah. don't really want to tell the truth if y'all go back don't and do a little history. Because, you know, I'm just saying, you know, let's, let's be real. So we've been helping each other along yeah. the way. So yeah. let's continue to do that. Let's continue to break down these barriers. Listen, mm. we got the mainstream to go against. We don't need to be feuding over here amongst yeah, us. Yeah, that's right. That's we don't right. need we that energy. We yeah. on the same team. We, we all love Jesus, team. I thought. Yeah, we do. <laughs> We do, we do, we do. We do. Same team, same team. And we'll get further together. 
we'll do more together. We'll be more powerful together. And that's what God expects of us. So we got to lead by example. We got to be what we want to see. So, yeah, we are unified over here. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. Listen, uh, that's it for us for the day. We're going to get out of here. Thank y'all for rocking with us. Listen, tune in tomorrow. Mm. Oh, man, that real talk topic tomorrow. We're going to have some fun. We 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 haven't went over our New Year's resolutions uh, list, Dice, so we got to go over our New Year's resolutions. I know we... <laughs> I didn't really we, make too many. You, yes, you... <laughs> don't, don't listen to Dice. That's a lie. Why would you lie on air like that? You know you... I said too many. Yeah, too many. You know, my, my, my idea of too many is very different than other people. And I know. I, listen, I work with you daily. I already know that ain't the truth. Yeah. I, I Yeah. You like, you, like she got two little things over there. Yeah, right. Shouts out to my brother, LJ. I, 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 I pray for you, brother. <laughs> Lord help me. So, yeah, we're going to go over our New Year's resolutions. Mm-hmm. Uh, our little list, some of the top uh, New mm. Year's resolutions for 2024 mm. tomorrow. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we're going to get our brother on the line, uh, Reach Records representative. Let's go. will be joining us tomorrow. So uh, keep it locked for that spiritual detox. We love y'all. Go out and be great today, kings and queens. As always, remember to stay focused on turning your negative into a positive. Mm. Jesus Christ is always the answer. Kingdom advancement should always be our goal. The fix is in. We out. Peace, y'all.